I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. What exactly is a flipped classroom? Well, in the traditional model of classroom instruction, the teacher is typically the central focus, right? And the teacher disseminates the information in the class period. Students listen. In a flipped classroom, homework becomes classwork. You learn something online, or you learn something at your own pace at home, and you try to apply those concepts in class, like what you do for typical homework. That's why it's called a flipped classroom. As an educator, as a teacher, I have taught across the pandemic, and I think for the past two years almost, I've just you know been teaching across various institutes um, online on Zoom, and uh, it could be undergraduates, it could be postgraduates, it could be management professionals, it could be you know so many different types of people, uh, and so many different types of classes that uh, you know I've taught. And um, two or three key things come to mind because they make me smarter as an educator, and perhaps they've made students smarter. Yeah, the pandemic perhaps has actually made students smarter. And this smarter with said episode is trying to actually figure out how and is there something that we can learn which goes beyond the normal classroom lecture. I mean, what? Why did? Uh, even have a lecture in the first place I and mean, where did we get it into our heads that a person should stand on stage and you know anywhere between 20 to 200 300 people should be listening to that person is that the best possible way in which learning can happen i think there are some inherent flaws in the lecture but maybe we didn't have too much of choice at that point in time you know maybe 200 years back or 300 years back when the first lectures were developed there were perhaps the best kind of technology that we had you know an auditorium a person orating and uh, trying to teach something that people did not know but the world has changed so much because of uh, you know uh, so many different things that have happened after that and uh, we still continue with the, the lecture as a form of educational instruction think about it we have information that is readily available to students. So it's not like the teacher knows more than the students that the teacher is giving, uh, you know, to students. The second thing is, you know, we have the ability to reach to much more of a scale online than you could ever reach in a actual physical class. But we still have, you know, the, the lecture as, as an option. The third thing is we can also look at the lecture as a one-way street, right? I mean, that was doable uh, when people were not expected to talk back and social norms were constructed like that. But over here, people are expected to talk back. So then why is the lecture still a thing? Can we actually find a better way of instruction for our new learners and new students? That was the big question that most people were grappling with just maybe two or three years back. And then the pandemic struck. The pandemic brought about such a sudden drastic change that all lectures were obviously shifted online and people, whether they liked it or not, had to come online. And lecturers, they were just not used to, you know, moving from uh, being a 
stage artist to to being a to being a film artist. That's what I called it jokingly in a seminar that I attended, uh, because it was about you know did the future of digital education. It was arranged by the government of Uttar Pradesh, and it was a very enlightening discussion. I learned so much about it, and one of the most important things that I learned is that I don't think we found it. I don't think we found the solution to actually. uh the alternative for a lecture but there are clues there are clues i mean if i look at the way in which blended learning has come into being uh it is quite an amazing uh experiment i started off with the upgrades and and the talent edges of the world and it was around the time about 6 7 years back that people started going towards digital education not the typical uh, digital education done by universities because that was not a, it was used to, used to be called moocs and they failed but these were new players they knew exactly how to arrange for a system that allowed for the sort of support of learning uh, in an ecosystem that was completely brand new and they had built the space for that learning and that learning was of two types one was live sessions and the second obviously is learning at your own pace and this had continued till the pandemic hit and then suddenly universities had to wake up there were some of us who had taught online which we therefore we found it easy to do those live sessions but there were some of us who were struggling but now now institutes have come up with their own formula i mean for example mica runs a very interesting formula what uh, at mica what we as educators do is that we record some content that you know people uh, all the learners all students um, go through as pre views rather than pre reads and then in the con- uh, lecture itself which is a live session we use the equivalent of a flipped classroom which is where we kind of apply the concepts that uh, you know the recorded content shows so as a lecturer we just put up a case let to be discussed in in class so the class is actually split into one component of online uh learning which is pre recorded content and live learning which is again online but it is live which is the application of the concept and there are so many other universities which are trying out their own formula i think the mica system also works because it allows for uh, zoom fatigue not to happen but isn't it amazing that because of this pandemic because of the you know adversity that the pandemic has got we have explored and completely rejigged this format and now i'm beginning to wonder whether we should ever return to a full fledged typical lecture even if campuses are opened because i don't know whether that's the best way for learning anymore after having experienced the alternatives now think about it if i look at the alternatives i have the ability to learn at my own pace through a pre-recorded content from the professor i have the ability to discuss concepts in detail or apply them in class along with a bunch of students so isn't that actually going to be deeper learning i think so now that that live session right now because of the pandemic is being held online it could also be offline but then do we realize that actually we are beginning to unpack education out of one of its primary constituents which is the lecture in the classroom now the lecture in the classroom is also by itself going to undergo some changes one of the changes that i think extremely crucial for future learners might be actually 
going to a classroom to observe not one guy standing on a podium but maybe a multitude of guys and gals uh, having a conversation maybe a panel can be a lecture maybe a conversation can be a lecture now again this panel can be uh, online this panel can be in in a class this panel can be live this panel can be pre-recorded but now we are looking at a completely different animal we are not looking at one person holding forth and trying to make you know stuff happen in the minds of people who are trying to learn because eventually students want to do stuff on their own they don't want to be lazily listening to educators because even though they might think they want to at least some of them it's not good learning it doesn't help in long term recall it doesn't help in long term application and there is no real practical use of you know that kind of learning at all so therefore so therefore i think the typical lecture we should kind of retire i think not the lecturer but the lecture is what we should retire and look at different kinds of learning which include the flipped classroom that we spoke of at the beginning of this episode or the blended learning thing or maybe conversations uh, either online and offline and uh, completely in a blended way i think we are in for an exciting world towards learning because we are going towards learning across our lifetime and i think that we need to be completely open towards new ways of learning and new ways of teaching as we progress in the world ahead i hope you like this episode of smarter with said many more to come from from where this came from and uh, if you like stuff like this ivm podcast is the place to go you'll get some really good content out there and hey if you like an educator like me well he has a funny side to him go to the traveling professor connect with the traveling professor on instagram and you'll see a reel or two that might make you chuckle and if you want to see the serious side of the traveling professor well you go to linkedin and you see the notes that i make accompanying these podcasts and much much more until next time then until next time see you soon